Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Hey, it's Amy Newmark. Please enjoy this rerun of one of my favorite episodes from last year. Changing your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with some instant inspiration for you from Chicken Soup for the Soul. Today, we're talking about one of my favorite topics, and that's how mothers are so often right, even when their kids are skeptical. I think kids finally figure this out when they're in their 20s that mom is usually right. So we featured lots of stories about that in our new book for mothers and grandmothers, which is called Chicken Soup for the Soul, The Magic of Moms. So in our first story, Lisa LaShaw tells us that she couldn't believe what she had just heard on the phone. Her mom had just said to her, so I gave him your number and he'll probably call you on Sunday evening. What had her mother done? Lisa asked who exactly would be calling her and her mom just said, you'll love him, he's delicious. Well, Lisa was 21 and perfectly happy to be boyfriend free, but according to her mother, she was living like a rat in a dark hole. So Lisa went over to her mother's house to kill her, or at least to get an explanation and some good food. And her mom explained, I was attending a meeting at the local library and the moderator asked for comments and questions after his speech. This very handsome young man raised his hand and said some things that sounded as if they had come directly from your mouth. I couldn't believe my ears. The two of you have so much in common and I thought that you absolutely have to meet. So Lisa's mother had beckoned that handsome young man over to her and had insisted that he take her daughter's phone number, even though he said he wasn't looking for a date. He explained that he was recently divorced and he had two very young children as well. That didn't bother Lisa's mother. She forged ahead anyway, learning that he was 32, and then she said, my daughter is only 21, but she's incredibly mature for her age, and I would love for you to meet her. The two of you seem to have so much in common. Here's her phone number. Why don't you give her a call next Sunday evening? She's usually home by 7 or 8. Well, his name was Stu, and he did not call the following Sunday. But then a couple of weeks later, he ran into Lisa's mother again. And this time he called Lisa because what else was he going to do? Her mother was relentless. Lisa actually thought that he sounded awful on the phone, so she made it a coffee date so it would be over quickly. And then she made herself look bad. She wore baggy clothing, heavy, ugly makeup, and a weird hairstyle, too. She wanted to look unappealing. And that's how she showed up at their blind date. So she was sitting there waiting, and an unappealing man walked in, and Lisa figured, well, that must be Stu, but it wasn't. And then a truly delicious man walked in, rugged and muscular with blue eyes and a boyish grin. He was the kind of man Lisa wished her mother would set her up with. Surprisingly, though, that was Stu. And Lisa thought, uh-oh, because she looked awful. 
She bolted to the ladies' room. She redid her hair. She wiped off all that heavy, ugly makeup. And that blind date lasted four hours. And Lisa told Stu that he was going to ask her to marry him. And they've been married more than three decades now. His children are in their 40s, and his ex-wife is a dear friend of the couple's. And Lisa's mom never let her forget that she was the one who picked out her husband, and she was right. So Lisa's mom was surprisingly right about picking out the perfect man for her. And Courtney Conover tells us in another story how her mother was surprisingly right about how to handle a bully at school. Courtney's story is about when she was in fifth grade and a new scary kid, much taller than the other kids, transferred in. This girl, May, towered over the other fifth graders, and she was always threatening to beat someone up, even the boys. Courtney had loved school until then, but now it was uncomfortable. She managed to avoid May's attention so she wouldn't be bullied, but that changed one morning when Courtney showed up at school with a new hairstyle, a French braid. May started threatening to cut it off, even moving her fingers like scissors. When Courtney told her mom the next morning, her mom said what we all know now that we're adults. Her mom said she's a bully. She thrives on making others scared, that's all. Don't be afraid of her, Courtney. If she can see that you're not afraid, she will stop. I'll bet she's like everybody else. She just wants to fit in and make friends. Perhaps she just doesn't know how. Courtney thought about her wise mother's words about what was probably motivating May, and then she made a very brave decision for a fifth grader. She decided that May needed a friend, and she decided that she would be that friend. So that afternoon, Courtney invited May over to her house after school. And May smiled and said, yes, May never bullied Courtney again. And in fact, they became pretty good friends. Underneath that tall girl's armor was an insecure fifth grader who wanted nothing more than to be accepted. Now, I don't think I understood this aspect of bullies until I started reading all these Chicken Soup for the Soul stories 12 years ago when I became the publisher of the series. We receive countless stories, though, that make it clear that bullies are bullies because they are so unhappy themselves. And we receive countless stories about people who turn bullies into friends by smiling at them and treating them with kindness instead of fear. And that's why Courtney's story is titled, How to Do a 180 on a Bully. I'm Amy Newmark. Thanks for listening to these stories from Chicken Soup for the Soul, The Magic of Moms. We'll be sharing stories from the book in our daily newsletter as well. So if you want to have a free story delivered to your email inbox every day, go to chickensoup.com and click on the podcast button and you'll see a button there where you can sign up for the newsletter. You can also pick up a copy of our Magic of Moms book at Walmart, Target, Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, Amazon, your local independent bookstore, wherever you like to buy books. Look for the beautiful cover with the garden filled with pink flowers and use it to say thanks. And I was listening to the special moms in your life. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes. So doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? 
That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold.